0: Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it.
1: This episode briefly mentions Dune, the Shadow Wand, and Shadows and Lies. There's also mention of death of a family member.
0: And welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. Jessica Marie is here too. This is part two of Kingdom of Copper. Enjoy.
1: I have a question Is Ghassan blinded that he is not liked as a king? Like, I feel like, how does he not know? People are constantly saying, like, you're shitty, people hate you. Like, but he's like, I don't care, I'm the king, blah,
0: I feel like to be, because he's a, he's older, he's been alive for a very long time, he's been in power for a very long time, his family's been in power for a long time. I feel like if you're raised in that situation, you have kind of this indestructible ego mm. that you
1: that takes... And a sense of entitlement.
0: Yeah. So that by the time an event happens to shatter your ego, you are dead because it's it's too late.
1: Which is what happens. Which is what happens. Which <laughs> yeah. is exactly what happens. So
0: the, the, those are just my thoughts. Um, okay. Nari heals heals uh, Ali, obviously. But she's also like, hey, 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 you fucking owe me. So I want to do this like hospital thing. And you and I are going to do it together. And we're going to pitch it to your dad. And, yeah, you're gonna do this with me, you little shit. You little shit. (laughs) This is how you make it up to me. And then we have my second favorite scene in the book, which is this tense as fuck, awkward family breakfast. I love it. I love it. Because every, like, Mutadir is like this and, like, the Queen's like, the, you know, everybody. And Zainab is just trying to get everybody to talk. And Ghassan is just leaning back, enjoying his family squirm. And I, you just see, like, the shit-eating grin on his face. He's like, ah, tell me about this hospital. Pitch it to me. Oh, I love it. And then the women start all working together. Yes,
1: this is what I was going to say. It was like, Zainab is the, like, she's like, oh, come on, dad. Like, this could be your crowning achievement with the day a community. This is like, this can be what you leave. And he's like, oh, daughter, stroking my ego. And she's like, well, that's the only thing that'll, like, appease. That's the only way to we know to appease you or something.
0: Yeah, and he's like, okay, all right, I want to be the one to, like, have a good reign and bring the people together, because, like, this is the most important thing. He's like, yeah, I'll give your support to the hospital. You have to do, like, this, this, and this, but
1: sure. And one of the things, he also, he's like, but let, he goes, but make it clear that this is your idea, Nari. This isn't ours. We do not want to attach the Katani name to it. He, because that way... If and when it goes to shit, he's like, we didn't support it. She did this of her own volition.
0: Yep. And then, but then he's like, Mutadir, though, you're going to go to the temple. Like, you're going to go with her. You're going to show the support. Like, you, that's, that's what's going to happen. And Mutadir's like, fuck, man, I really don't want to. And he ends up getting too shit-faced to go when they have to go. And that's when Ali shows up. And I love it, too, because uh Ali's, or, er, Nari's like, Ali, like, where's your brother? What what is going on? Like, he's supposed to be here. If he is not here, these elders are not gonna take me seriously. They're not going to grant their permission. This is where she says, like, I don't need your permission, but the elders aren't gonna grant the permission if they don't think I have the support of at least my husband. We need a Katani here. And all these, like, I'll fix it, I'll fix it, I'll fix it. And he steals all of Mutadir's clothes <laughs> and he, like, dresses up, like, really flamboyant. And, like, Zainab's there too. And she's done up to the nines.
1: And they're just like, hey, hey, hey. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. I continue to love Zainab and Nari's relationship. Um, with each other and just the female camaraderie there. And I love, and he's like, I'll fix it. Cause she did, she called him out on it. She's like, you fucked up my life. You keep ruining it. You didn't even think with some of the, some of your actions. You thought only about yourself, not how it impacted other people. And he tail between his legs admitted to that. And so when he's like, I'll fix it. Like, I love that part. He's like, I'm like, yeah, the fuck you will. Yeah, the fuck you
0: will. The fuck you will fix it. (laughs) Yeah, but then, then, of course, Nari is just like, I don't need your permission. I'm doing this anyway. We're all supporting it. And then everybody kind of gets on board, which is really good. But then, but then there is the attack, right? And uh, what is it? It's
1: the attack on the work camp in front of the hospital. Is that before or after? First they go to the temple and Okave's there and that mm-hmm. threw them for a loop and they were like, well, oh, that's when Jamshed was like, well, he was going to be here because like every time he returns from his travels, he, goes he comes straight to, the, to, the, to temple. the temple. And they were like, oh, this puts such a dent in our plans because like, Kaveh is like really heavily doing espionage. Like he's, and nobody, the only person who knows is like Team Maniza. Yeah. And at this point, Kaveh
0: has the the vapor on the ring. Yeah. Because Maniza has perfected it in the camp by killing the Ghaziri scouts by using their relic. She's done that. And, and Maniza's like, yeah, I can totally, I can totally control the vapor. I can pull it back. Psych. I totally can, though. She's just lying, like, straight
1: out of her ass. Because what – the vapor is attracted to copper, right? That's, like, everybody who's having, like, different, uh, like, relics on them that are copper-based. And the whole city is – it's called the kingdom of copper. Like, mm-hmm. that's the name of the book. Yep. So, I mean, like, she's ready to just wipe them out. Right. So, she – I, let's put
0: term terms to actions. Like she's ready to commit genocide and yeah. does not give a single fuck about like the morality of it. She's like, no, they they slaughtered our people. I'm going to
1: slaughter them right the fuck back. And even when revealing this information to Dara, Dara's like, what are you doing? Like, this is history repeating itself. You're basically doing the same thing. And she's very much eye for an eye. And he's like, ah, this is not what I signed up for. And that's when, you know, she, again, is putting him in his place. Like, I don't know what you thought my daughter was like. She might have thought you had all the power, but make no mistake, you belong to me. I'm the Nahid that you are swearing uh, fealty to. And meanwhile, Dara's
0: having his own shit about his own identity, right? Because, like, he can turn into dry wind, and he can travel quickly between places, and he can, like, expand and, like, shape smoke and fire and blood into all of these things he's very very powerful and he does start to against his will bond with some of the ifrit that are with them in the camp just because uh they're talking about like there were centuries where i never had feet and i wandered the world and there are worlds uh, between worlds and among worlds and we're not limited we're not supposed to be limited to here and of course dara has his you know his own his own like identity crisis with that because to him, the Ifrit are evil, but then the Nahids, Manizah, who are supposed to be good, are the ones doing evil and asking him to commit these atrocious acts because they have now aligned with the Marid, talked to the Marid, killed the Acolyte, talked to the Marid, made the agreement to bring up the Citadel and to bring down the Citadel with the lake. All of that stuff is happening. Just, my God. But, But the attack, the attack on the hospital work camp has a scene in it that shocked me to my core. Do you know which scene that might be?
1: No, which one?
0: It's the one where Ghassan beats the absolute shit out of Ali in the street.
1: Oh, the public the very, how public it was cuz everything that Kasan has doing up until this point has been all behind the scenes and kind of being like the puppeteer through it all.
0: Yeah. So for him to like go down there and start fucking screaming at him and being like I told you not to come down here. Like I know that you dragged uh, Nari down here and like she's doing I don't even want to talk about what she's doing at that point. He's like, I don't even want, I don't even, no. This is, this is here. This is here. I'm beating the shit out of you now. And he, he's not having it. He's like, you know, uh, I'm banishing you. Get the fuck out of here after Nagasadam.
1: Like, this is done. Which is so, like, the gaslighting, right? Because he's like, you put this on yourself. Meanwhile, I'm also like, did we not, all all he wanted, he was like, I'll, I'll leave in a week. I'll leave in a week and I'll get out of your hair. And then... Because, of course, uh, Ghassan has to have complete and utter control. He's like, no. You're going to stay here for all seven months f- through, or seven or eight months till Navasatam, because it just optics. It just looks bad because what does it say for the son of a king, the Kaed of my, like, the the person, you know, your brother, who, what does it say that you all of a sudden are leaving after a week? It's not good optics for our family. And now he's like, fuck all optics, you're getting out of here. And I'm like, the other, again, part of me, like, not even part of me, it's another thing that Ghassan is put on himself. Like, you did this to yourself. None of this would be happening if you just let people do what they fucking wanted to do in the first place.
0: Yeah, and Kaveh, who has been left to do whatever the fuck he kind of wants to do up until this point, has been, like, kind of setting up uh, these uh, these attacks, kind of manipulating events so that, like, Shafit are... um The ones being blamed, uh, destabilization of Ghassan's rule, all of that that stuff. So when, so when fucking Fatima shows up in Ali's room, and of course, Fatima being the old lady that ran the orphanage from book one, when she shows up in Ali's room and is like, yo, there's an attack on Nagasatam coming. I'm just, I'm just passing it along. BT dubs, BT dubs, BT dubs. And Ali's like, how do you, how do you know this? What, what is going on? But it is here, besides the warning that we get, it is here that we get the true kind of backstory on the hospital, right? And um, kind of a little bit more backstory on the initial revolt of Zadie al-Qahtani, which I thought was very, I don't know, it helped lay the foundations a little bit more because there are gaps, right? We haven't learned everything in that story yet. So Fatima basically tells us that zadi al um, he was a soldier and the Nahids in the hospital were experimenting on shafit and they made a poisoned like pox that went on scabbards. And so the soldiers had the swords and the scabbards and they ended up taking them home And then whoever touched or, like, were exposed to the scabbards died. So when Zadie came back from wherever he was, his family, his first family was dead from this Nahid-created pox. And that was why he, um, his initial reason for starting the revolt. And all of that happened in the hospital in David. It was like, oh, we could have just said that. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the thing, that the, everything that she's finding out about about the hospital, it doesn't feel so secretive.
0: Uh, we do get a little interesting flashback that I did love, and that was between Anahita and the Marid. And uh, so she is the founder of Devabad, right? She's the one. So she uh, went and spoke the languages, and she had an eight-point star. And um, she said that she has been the one— Task to keep the Marids to heal, and she drains the lake and makes the island. And um she has like a ring and she made a bargain with the Marid, all of that stuff. And like you will be called to account if you bother us, all of this. That bargain that was made that is like Ali's dream is setting up for the attack on Nagasadam. Like you know, this is with the lake and the, the Mara, the bargain, all of that stuff, the portal, everything uh, fun, fun stuff. And I know that it reminds me of something and I cannot for the life of me put my finger on it. I don't know what it is, but that that I cannot put my finger on what it is exactly.
1: If somebody knows, like, feel free to yeah. like send us a message <laughs> to know what. yeah.
0: Please, please just let us know. But it that does that instance does feel very familiar to me. I don't know why. Uh Nagasodim, minus the attack that happens
1: sounds like a grand time. Do you agree? Oh my gosh. So much fun. It reminded me of the just the concept of any type of tradition celebrating. I mean, they even said like everybody drinks. They joke that it's when basically the entire community gets repopulated because everyone's just doing whatever they want to do. Um, It just seems fun. And it's a celebration. That's what it is. It's what it comes down to. It's a celebration amongst the community and that they're there and alive.
0: Yeah. So it's a Deva. It's a Deva celebration. And something that Nari says that I really love, she's like, how dare they attack me in my city on my holiday in my palace?
1: It's just like, yeah, own it, own it, own it. But in this time... Um, Ali and his mom are going for strolls, just she's trying to find out more about what's going on. She obviously knows that Ali is Amarad now, and they go to meet Isa. And Issa is this scholar. He is a translator of scrolls. And we find out that he has the scroll that... Issa has the scroll that Ali and Nari had sent out for translation uh, back from book one. So when... So so Isa kind of calls Ollie out on it. They was like, you traitor. Tell me what you know. He goes, what are you talking about? I don't know shit. I can't read it. <laughs> I can't read it. And Queen is like, I want to know what the fuck is going on. Like, why are you attacking my son like this? And he's like, this was sent. And he goes, we sent it out. We didn't know what it said. We didn't know what we... Guess it was sent to you. That's all. This is, you know, you already know more than I do. But everybody in this room needs to tell me something so I know more about myself. And that's where um, his mom tells Issa the true, like who Ali is now truly, that he did come back from the dead, that he, you know, that the marriage saved him. And, you know, he's a water gin of sorts. And then he shows some of his powers. And that's also where he finds out, he go- she where his mom tells Issa, oh, no, 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 that's, he's not a water gin really. Like this kind of runs in our family. And, and you know, Ali's looking at his mom like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, I know you're trying to cover me, but like, what? He goes, she's like, yeah, Zainab had these powers also. And he goes, she did? And even as a reader, I'm questioning the whole thing. Like, is she trying to throw him off or did she really have these powers when she was a kid? She's like, oh, they just grow out of it. And he hasn't grown out of his yet. (laughs) Yeah, his got stronger.
0: (laughs) But again, it's just another example of like mothering and mothering, right? It just very different, very different.
1: I I like her a lot. But even when she come, when they come back from, I say they, when Ollie and his mom come back from the stroll, you also have the. It's just like. Ali and Muntadir are having, like, their brother brotherly fighting daily at this point, I feels like, because they're both confronted by Ghassan about, like, everybody knows, everybody's going to pick up on it, like, get your shit together. Um, and at this time, this is when they're interrupted, playing, like, with the lady, she just kind of bursts in and was like, I was attacked and my husband died, it was... Did she say a Deva? No, she said like the Shafites. They Mm -hmm. attacked her. Um, but. Ollie isn't buying it for a second because he was like, why is this girl familiar? This I was recognize- the girl. I recognized her. And that's when he was like, oh my gosh, this is the lady because her mask fell, her mask fell. And he saw, uh, he saw like behind the mask. And he goes, that was the, that was the woman who was in my bed to welcome me back from the Citadel in the first book. And Kave put her there. Mm-hmm. And so now he's like, this is completely orchestrated. Kaveh is up to some shit. I don't know what, but he's, I don't trust anything going on right now.
0: Yeah, because Kaveh is like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, Kave is like,
1: he's like, oh, wh- what are you going to do? You're not going to trust the victim? You're victim, you're victim blaming now? And they're like, no, 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 that's not what we're doing. But, you know, but Ollie. He's the only one who's made the connection. So that's why he's trying to inquire so much. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I The soft spot
0: that I have for Ali is just, like, so big. Because the beautiful office that he makes in the hospital for Nari, that's, like, this replica, as best he can, of Egypt, is the exact same thing that his dad, Ghassan, did for Ali's mom. He, like, made a replica of Timitri for her, like in the palace to like show her his love. And even though she was homesick, so Ali doing the same thing here, I thought was just like very, very sweet. And I don't think he even makes that connection because at this point, Ali is like very clearly deeply in love with Nari.
1: Yeah. Everybody knows it. I mean, even when Tadir says to Zainab, he goes, see, Told you he was smitten, and he's like, "I'm not smitten. Quit talking about
0: me, guys." And when he does like have an internal monologue about Nari, a lot of the times he does say like, "She's my brother's wife," like my brother's wife, like she's my sister, like
1: my brother's wife. Like he has to remind himself because he'll he'll say like, "Gosh, she looks so pretty." Like he just and then he'll be look and then sometimes he'll say his internal thoughts out loud, and he's like, "I mean, like your clothes are nice, not like you." Yeah, it's like it's nice.
0: So when so when Nari walks in on him sleeping in the office that she created for him and he looks at her and he's just like and he wakes up like and he's looking at her like she's a dream. He's like, "Oh my god, you're so beautiful." She's like This old thing? <laughs> really? <laughs> this diadem? Really? Oh, the diadem.
1: Who wouldn't want to? Like, oh, okay.
0: It's a very, like, sweet opening night for the hospital. It's like a crowning achievement, right? This is, like, what they've all worked for. It's finally accomplished. Everything is happening. Like, everything is clicking. It's supposed to be this grand thing. And then Mutadir fucking calls out Ali in the, like, archery contest. And they have this, like, huge, awkward, public brother fight?
1: Like, I was cringing the whole time. Oh, and you knew it was... I remember before we started recording, I think it was like last night, you were like, you really love the dynamic between Muntadir and Ali in this book, because it does very much feel portrayed as like, real life, like a real sibling dynamic. There is some sort of natural competition and something that Zainab kind of, after after this specific archery competition, she kind of pulls them aside. Like, where are my brothers? She's oh my kinda, God, wait. That um, is my favorite scene. Oh, I love them. And she's just in like- In the closet. Yeah, in the closet. She's <laughs> like, thanks, favorite. I'll handle it. She's like, do y'all, y'all are, you're, like, you're being this? dudes. <laughs> what is this? You are, like, you're my brothers. And she's realizing, finally, I think- that her her father has been using them as pawns against each other forever and that shows in the competitiveness and trying to outdo each other in order to shaming each other in public she's like we do have to present some sort of united front and then of course this is where like all the they're like are we really somebody has to put dad into check and this is where like are we really setting up a coup in a closet? Like, what is going on?
0: <laughs> well, Mutadir's like, we can't scheme in a fucking closet, y'all. Like, what is, what are we doing? He's like, I need to not be sober. What is this?
1: Yeah. He's like, I need a drink. I need a drink. I need a drink when I see the face, when he finds out that this is going on. Like, I can't do this. And Ali is like, Ali's like, don't drink that. That's like wood
0: polish or like weapons polish. <laughs> don't drink that. Like, and, and Zainab's like, we're scheming in a closet. It's and it's it's very fun. That is my favorite moment, because those siblings are like finally kind of over the bullshit. They're kind of recognizing like, you know, Dad, we need to take Dad down like we can't this is wrong. What he's doing is wrong. And and they're kind of like, ah, fuck. And Mutadir is kind of finally just like, fuck it. God damn it. All right. And and I like that because up until this point, because like they just had a huge public fight. So it is in this like closet. My note says closet, sibling, plotting and bonding. <laughs> and, and like all good, you know, political dramas. We have, you know, bonding, over plotting, but I, I love it. I love it because it's really from this point on, because like right after that, the attack on the Nagasadam parade with Nari happens uh, where Nasreen is killed and all of the Shafiit, Nari starts healing the Shafiit. It's really from here on that the book takes like a dramatic slide to the end and it's like, bam, 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 until it's over. (laughs) As, as fantasy
1: books do, But you need everything leading up into this point.
0: Yeah, you absolutely do. And I think that's also part of like, building the background of the economic troubles and the like you know the the fumes and the fires being lit of the the tribe's problems and everything going on and then like you know Ali building a life in the desert and coming back and like winning the loyalty of the people which he eventually does like pretty much right next uh it is all just
1: really good <laughs> yeah i just it, it, it's I think it's I was going to say it's world building but it's not. But I think it's just again a testament to the author where you don't feel inundated with all this information.
0: And and, and I also don't feel that it's dragging either. No. Because there there is a time jump, but there are time ju- like little time jumps in between events too, like you know, a couple weeks here, a couple months here, you know, on and on and on. And it's kind of through Nari's, like, I guess all three of our narrators, like, kind of daily interactions with people that you do really get a sense of, like, who they are and, like, what they're standing for and their environment, which is, of course, just stunning. Um I again was surprised that the Shafi attack Nari and the Nagasatam parade with guns. I know that they have said that there's guns in Devabad and that there are guns in the first book and like the iron. I understand that, but I was still taken aback.
1: Yeah, and I well, and obviously so was Nari, because she's like, oh my gosh, like these are human tools, these are human weapons, like this looks so bad. And you, you see it at the end of the book, too, um, where you – I think it's like Maniza and Dara. Like, I can't believe she gave the ring back to the people who took it from us. And I think it's a testament, uh, you know, and we're talking about, you know, the, the Solomon uh, Solomon's seal and the ring that goes with that. But I think that's just a testament to who Nari is as a person, that it doesn't matter who you are. It It matters what is right and what is important. Oh,
0: that's – that's like – one of my other favorite moments is that before the... Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So so because of the, the Shafi have attacked, um, Nari is in the hospital. Rumi fire was used, which is like flaming pitch, I think. More like tar.
1: Yeah. They, it can't be put out by water. Um, it has to be put out by a specific type of sand. Sand.
0: And Nari uses her... Um, Nahid ability to create a sandstorm to kind of put out all of the Rumi fire. Specifically, though, Jomshit is hit and he is burned. And after like they, they heal him a little bit, they get the shirt off of him. Um, but he is immediately a thousand percent
1: better. Not just the wounds that he ha- that happened there, like all the, the wounds that were still healing from five years ago that she has been slowly trying to work on throughout this whole book up until this point where they do it in little increments because every time she tries to heal him, his body goes hot. He's going to catch on fire. He has caught on fire. It's painful. Like she almost doesn't want to heal him because she feels like that hurts him more than him just living with his chronic pain.
0: Yes. So we have to assume that the Rumi fire has burned the mark that um, Kaveh and Maniza put on him to suppress his Nahid abilities because he starts, um, you know, talking in different
1: languages. Oh, Devasi, The only other, and that's, and that's when. Wait, just, did she find out yet? Actually, we can just go right there. Um, because
0: because because. Oh, they get caught! They get caught. That's right. So, um, Rajid. So Kaveh comes, Kaveh comes, and it's like, Nari, Nari, uh, Jamshit, like, Mutadir is hurt. He's in trouble. You need to come with me to the Grand Temple. That's where he is. And they're just like, uh, okay, go. So they they go.
1: Because Kave's trying to get them out of the line of fire because he knows that, that they're attacking the citadel or something yes. first. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he knows that Maniza is attacking the citadel. And it is uh, when it is here that they run into Rajid, the guard, and it's here where they have that confrontation and uh, Raja it's just like no fuck it I'm supposed to take like Jamshet you go this way and Kaveh and Nari the king needs to see you like on the roof you have to go to the king right now and this is the moment where the call to prayer starts to go in Ghizaria and that is Ali who has been plotting that is Ali um, telling everybody the plan of Ghassan to annihilate and murder all of the Shafit. And that brings the Ghizaria quarter and the Shafiq quarter under Ali's protection and sends the city into
1: revolt. Ali, Ali doing the damn thing. I know. And he was like having to fight for it because initially everyone's like, Who's gonna believe you? No one's gonna believe like you're already you've you've said some awful things. You have this pretty crappy reputation right now. Um but it works in his favor all the way up until the end too.
0: Yeah, it really does. So then Ali Ali has is now leading the revolt and he says, like, um, you know, the orders, Ghassan's orders that were being read uh through the call to prayer are gonna be the first thing they read at my like trial for treason. Like Ali knows he's done now. Yeah. He know he knows he's broken with his father. It's it's done. And Ali even says, like, no, I don't want to be king, like I'm doing this for the people. And, um, I think Lou Bade is like, "Yo, Ali, they're not like screaming for your brother in the streets to be king right now, my man. They want you like be just be aware of this, which poor Ali just like never quite gets that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is here where the attack happens, like we have the attack through two different perspectives. we have it through Naris and um." Kaveh's perspective on the roof, and then you have it from Ali's perspective in the citadel. And from Ali's perspective, it's a bunch of flies, which is very poetic. They're sand flies. Ha ha mm-hmm. ha, Dara, we get the joke. And the the flies come in and distract everybody from the lake, which has turned itself into a giant monster. To take down the citadel with the water. And then behind the monster that the lake has turned into is Dara and his warriors on like their magical flying horses. And that is the, and ghouls and Ifrit. And that is the attack that happens. But I mean, our boy Ali is a Marid. So like lake water is no thing for for him. But not
1: everybody knows. So they're like, I can do it. And of course, you have. You know, and there were hundreds and hundreds of warriors. And, you know, by the end of this fight, you find out that there's less than two dozen left. And so his friend Lubaid is like, no, 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 he can do it. He can do it because he knows now that uh, Ali is a Marid or has like, the you know, is is a water gin. And we know that also from the beginning of the book where Ali's kind of swimming around. He goes, I haven't had to come up for air. So they were like, you just kind of hold, hold the fort down here on the beach wherever if you can and Ollie is in the water attacking people left and right the devas who are you know attacking the city and he's like oh there's seven i could do that. oh there's 10 i could do and he's counting them as he's like hacking through them honestly like okay got nine more got eight more counting them down counting them down and nobody can believe like one person did this all. But it's a combination of him being married and also his citadel training of this was what he was supposed to do to protect his brother. He was taught to fight. He was taught to be a weapon. And he
0: embraces his like marred self and he like uses the water as weapons. And he totally, you're right, just annihilates, annihilates all of these soldiers on his way um, to the palace. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to the palace. He's on his way to the palace. So he's making his, Ali is making his way to the palace and trying to like, you know, rally people to him to get there. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, um, Nari, Gasan, and Kaveh have a huge confrontation up on the roof. And I love it. It's the same place where they were all like star, stargazing not too long ago. Um, but I love this reveal of Gassan. Gassan's like, yo, how did, how do you think I knew? How do you think I knew? all of this by the way i knew kave that jump shit was i knew all of that that didn't surprise me i've been waiting forever
1: to drop that on you yeah i feel like he's he's that person where you're like fuck every every time you think you have something over on him he's like i'll let you think that i'm glad i think it's cute you think i don't know these things Yeah, he's like, I know everything. Nari, like, why do you, why did
0: I immediately know you? Like, not, like, a split second after looking at you. How did I know you? Because you have a shadow of Suleiman's seal on you. I see it, just like Jamshed, just like all of them. Like, I see all of this. Um, You know, BT Dubs, that's your brother. BT Dubs, BT Dubs. And also, and also, Kaveh, fuck you. Fuck you, because you got to fuck Maniza. And this is where Nari says, one of my favorite lines she was she's like i'm more or less she's like i'm fucking tired of all you old men arguing over this woman
1: like what is going on let's politic already like why are we having yeah, like i this because she has and she has no emotional connection to this person i also like this scene where she was like tell me like she went immediately into sister mode she's like i was already friends with jamshed now he's my tell me where my brother is she didn't doesn't even matter if he's stepbrother half brother full brother this is my brother i need to go protect him
0: yeah and and she she does not like hesitate she is like where is he and it is really good but while she's like doing that um Kave is like you know what fuck this whole situation bam breaks the ring does the thing. He does the thing. And the the vapor comes out of the ring, and Ghassan is killed almost instantly.
1: Yeah, it, it, there's just like a stillness, and then yeah. he just goes like, plops.
0: Yeah. The first time I read that, I was like, oh my god. They did it.
1: Every time something happened in this book, because the same thing happened with Nazarene, I was like, I always reread the scenes when the person actually dies, because... Also, I think they're going to come back, you know, no head, not dead. But these two feel very dead in this book because it kind of propels the story. And it I mean, there there really isn't room for them to come back. Or at least that is my assumption. This is book two. There still is another book. This is true. This is true. This is true. Um, But we're in like the back,
0: like we are in the backslide of this. So what happens? Um, Ali is intercepted. Uh, by the ifrit and taken to the palace and lubaid is killed again another death that I was just like oh my god he's actually dead whoa um, but then ali is in the palace and then we have this exchange between dara and ali and the ifrit and the ifrit almost put that slave or they do put the slave ring on ali but they don't like they don't finish it and i was like oh my god oh i was like sick
1: that whole few paragraphs it wasn't activated i guess more or less because Mm -hmm. it's also the first thing that she was like give me your ring give me your ring how are you and she's like it it wasn't on me long enough like you're fine and she just pockets it because she knows that that ring will have um even though nobody's going to wear it she knows the impact that that ring will have and how it can work for them in the future and it does as a deacon. yeah Yes, it does. Oh, it's
0: a good one, too. Um, so
1: Nari is standing over the dead body,
0: more or less, of Gassan, And when Mutadir comes in. And I love that Nari's like, I didn't do it.
1: I didn't do it. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, no, no. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Because at this point, I think, didn't Ghassan's guards also come in and were mm-hmm. holding her back because Mutadir was trying to get through? And he knew at that point that it wasn't her. Like, yeah. there was just too much going on.
0: Yeah, and then that's where the vapor starts to go towards Mutadir, and that's when Nari, like, runs and shoves him out of the room, and they tumble down the stairs, and she, like, rips the 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 relic out of his ear, and he's like, oh, you really weren't in on it. She's like, I just threw myself down the fucking stairs to save you. Of course I am not fucking in on it. <laughs> I love
1: her so much.
0: It's like, duh, like, use your fucking brain. These <laughs> like, boys, they're so yeah. dumb. You, yeah, yeah. But it is it is now here where um, Nari Mutadir, um, the Ifrit, and Ali, yeah, are are all together now. Right? So Ali and Dara, Mutadir and Nari, everybody sees each other, everybody's looking at each other in the eye. It's like that Spider-Man meme.
1: That's what I was gonna say, because she's also yelling at the Eve, right? Get off of him, change your face. I know you're a shapeshifter, like you are not him. And he's and he does the same thing that um that Jade does in Shadows and Lies. She's like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not. Dara, what about this? What about this? What about the fact that you attacked me in kisses twice in a dark cave? And she's like, okay, 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 it's you. Okay, it's you. okay.
0: <laughs> Damn. I'm not so loud. All right.
1: <laughs> but then she's also like, fuck you. What are you doing yeah. here? Fuck I you. love that she keeps her, like fr- like, her rage, her rightful rage throughout this whole book and directed at the right people too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's like unacceptable. So then when um, like Ali and Dara have like a fight, you know, whatever, uh, Nari is, is like doing her whole thing, You're like in my palace, fuck you. But this is the brother situation that I love too, because Dara is going to like, he's going to take Ali out, he's going to take Ali out, and then Mutadir comes in, and he gets slashed by the car. And of course, we know that that's poison fire, we know then that Mutadir is guaranteed to die from this moment on for the rest of the book but he saves ali and and they have this great moment where it's like um it's like i couldn't let him couldn't watch him kill you again like i couldn't see it again um he's like we're okay Zadie. like leave me you have to go like i i will i will take care of this You go get the seal because this whole thing now is they have to get Suleiman's seal out of Ghassan before Maniza figures out how to do it. And Mutadir has told Nari how to do it, which is burn the heart. So uh, Mutadir's like, go, 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 go. I'll distract Dara.
1: I'll buy you some time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he takes the bow and he takes the arrows. Because at this point, he's also already dying. So he's like, do this for me. Tell John shit I love him that I kind of fucked up but like he needs to know this. And Dara also, like, as he's buying time, Dara's like, tell me where it is. Tell me where. And he's like, okay, okay. Like, they ran off. He's like, if you don't tell me, I'm going to go after your brother. And, like, Muntadir knows the kind of people that Ali and, and Nari are. He's, like, not even concerned with them. But he's like, you're right. You're right. Like, they went down the staircase in the library and you got to go here and you just got to keep going all the way down. And he's like, and then Dara's like, wait, you're sending me to hell. You're studying, And He's like, ha, 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 yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. That's how I imagined in my head. <laughs> and and Moonjadir um, is like, yes. And at this point, Dara also realizes that he he's poisoned. He's poisoned. But because of all his like years in war, he knows how slow the poison can take into effect. So he kind of like creates like uh he kind of cuts off or like ties up the cut with. Mutadir's turban and he's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" and he's like he and he brings them with him. Dara brings Muntidier with him because he knows it'll be a slow death and is going to use it to his advantage as a as a as a pawn in a way and as a weapon and as a bargaining chip. That's where I imagine where I saw it going to be like, "No, not yet. You, this is going to take long and I can use this to my advantage. Yes,
0: yeah, somehow this will benefit me somehow." And it's through the conversations that Mutadir and Dara have, though, with like the taunting, where Dara starts to doubt like Maniz's justification on this genocide. He's like, I don't I don't think this is right. This is probably this is probably wrong. Um, mm -hmm." But he (laughs) setting aside Dara for right now, the bringing down of the library roof on the
1: Zahaq And right. Do you want to see it? I want to see it, but I also love where Nari is like, I'm not going to – I'm putting this on you. I am not taking the blame of losing all of these books and knowing that it's set in Cairo and then, you know, da- uh, Devabad, you're like, oh, the Library of Alexandria. Like, you can't help but go there immediately. You're just like, ooh, 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 ooh. It's like, I'm not taking the blame for this. These are some really good books and really important books. And we need this them. This is your fault. This is this you. Is-
0: <laughs> yep. It's like, but the wall comes, you know, the ceilings and the wall comes down and the water. And then so hawk goes out. It was a b- very big cinematic kind of scene. Very good. Um, all to take them up the book, the book, like, shoot to take them up to the landing so that they can get the seal Um and they find Gasan his body is still there. It's been abused, which is like gross. I don't I don't like that. Um, but Nari does get the seal ring out of his heart, and it's a black
1: pearl ring, very pretty. Eight point with an eight point star. mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: very pretty, very pretty. And here is our Maniza reunion. Here it is. Oh my gosh, this is like daughter. Yeah, oh my gosh she's like, my daughter. Ah, And this is, again. We have had inklings throughout this book that Nari was taken by the Marid because she was like found in a basket in Cairo and Nari, you know, her name means like what it means, and she has like visions or whatever. Um but here we get we get a little bit of Maniza, and Meniza does exactly again, um like, what happens in Shadows and Lies and what happened earlier. I mean, I was just like, Nari, you're Shafit. Like, of course. And Nari is like, shh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows that. But shit, now I know that your mom, damn, not so fucking loud. Because Ali's like, what? You're Shafit? And Nari's like, oh my god. Here we go.
1: But again, I, I love a good, you know, all of the tea outs. Moment. She, She's, you know, she's, say, she's saying it because it's like, give me the ring, sweet. She's very, like, condescent. Give me the ring. You know you can't put on the ring. You're not pure blood. You're yeah. mixed. And, you know, and. This is just give me the ring. And at this point, we know she has two rings in her pocket. So, you know, the other ring is going to go to her. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So it's just like, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're like here. And then even her mom's like, this is the ring. And she's like, I don't know. That's just a ring I saw. (laughs) Yeah. And, but I, I'm not going to lie, even though she does, you know, she, we're, we're at the end of the book and, um and Nari puts the ring the actual Suleiman seal like the ring on on Ollie. I was really hoping she was going to put it on herself to be like guess we'll find out. And then her just actually like it the rules not applying to her. That's what I was so excited for. I will say that that was what I was hoping and expecting and like haha like what do you think now
0: mom? Yep, I was expecting that too. And I remember the first time I read this, I was kind of like disappointed in the ending. I was like, "Oh, damn!" But again, this is a book too. Uh, upon a reread, I appreciate the utter chaos that Nari and Ali left in their wake. Right, like they're like the consequences of actions. Yeah, you can jump. Yeah, you jump, I jump. So, okay, so what what has happened? What has happened? Maniza has said, like, give me the ring. You'll be a goddess, you know, whatever. You will rule, you know, whatever. Um. And Nari's like, no, I'm going to fucking throw it. I'm going to fucking throw it. No, don't don't play with
1: me. And Maniza's like, you're not going to do it. And Nari's like, you don't know me. She, and she doesn't. She doesn't. And that's one of the things that I love also about Nari in this book is she's calling everybody out on their shit. Like, she's like, do it. I dare you. I double down, like Because Ghassan did it. try to do it earlier. I'm the one who knows the truth. I'll tell everyone you're Shafi. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do what? it. If you're already having these threats at this point, it is literally no nothing lost on me. And also, this is
0: again, I just, I really appreciate Ali because Ali initially scandalized that Nari shafi But then when he hears this gaslighting that Maniz is trying to do, like, you're not strong enough. It's pure blood only, but up, you know, uh, blage, 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 Ali's like, bullshit, 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 bullshit. Suleiman had human blood. This yeah. is, this is, this is asinine. Don't listen to her. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And he's, and, yeah, and then maniza though maniza's like oh oh but he was a prophet it's was different pro- it's, it's different, different for different. him yeah for him he can have human blood but he was a prophet he was chosen it's different i still like ali is just like bullshit <laughs> it, so it's good. good it's good um so then again um just like you said um Nari gives Maniza the emerald ring, not Suleiman's seal. She gives Suleiman's seal to Ali, and then they just take like a swan dive. Yeah, off another of the swan, roof. you love
1: a swan dive situation. I
0: do. <laughs> I do. I do love a swan dive situation. And they make it into the lake and it's very like a bone crushing kind of impact. And it is here where Nari has a vision of like brown eyes and being like put under the water and like taken by the marid. Very fun, interesting shit. So uh so that that is like almost almost the end we have a little bit of um the consequences we see the consequences that are happening as soon as Ali and Nari are gone uh Mutadir Mutadir is fine because his cut was a magical cut it's magical poison it's magical fire so with the seal ring being gone and magic being ex- extinguished in Davabad Mutadir is perfectly healthy, <laughs> and I love that for him because he he has like he was ready, like he had he was ready to die, yeah. and then when he gets this reprieve, he breaks down, and I do really feel for him um, about that because I do at this point have started to really enjoy Mutadir as a character.
1: Yeah, Mutadir, I feel like he's. <sighs> I liked him in the beginning of the book, too, because of how respectful he was with Nari. And then even earlier, like, even after the prologue, and hey, hey, babe, like, hey, wife, it's been a while since you've come to my bed. And, like, you've been really stressed. And I know how well, like, you sleep so much better after, you know, you spend the night. I'm just like, and you know Nari's, like, fold. And then they get interrupted. Like, I love when he's so charm. He can be so charming. He can be so charming. And, and I'm so
0: excited to see exactly what Devabod without magic, but with Mutadir, what will that look like? Because, like, Manais is there. The sky is shattering. Magic is failing. The fires are are going out.
1: Um uh, Meniza is pissed off at Nari. And they're also like they like this is where they're like it's like a shield is breaking around the yeah. city. So I'm imagining it like the shield in Wakanda, like nobody mm-hmm. knows that they exist, nobody knows that they're there because then we flash forward to the epilogue and they're back in Cairo and he has this and then he um Ali has the ring. And the thing we know about Suleiman seal and their ring is you cannot leave Devabad. like you are supposed to like you cannot want to travel. your heart and your soul literally belongs to that city. That is what you're promising by like having a ring and ruling over everything. So he at this point is in pain because he needs to get back to where it, where the ring is calling him to
0: and he can't control it. He's like kind of sick. he's like in and out. he doesn't know what's going on. and Nari's like, we're in egypt my guy like yeah she's
1: like what's the lesson she's like i'm home i'm yeah and you're like ah but this is gonna she's going it's i'm I'm so excited to start book three it's like a full circle moment right like because uh, earlier in this book they were like this is your home and she's mm -hmm. like oh yeah that's right this is not my home
0: so that that is the end i think it's pretty safe to say that we
1: very much enjoyed this book yeah Oh, so much, so much. It's so good. I love the relationships I love um in every capacity because it's not like you kind of have romantic relationships, but not really, but you have like the sibling dynamics and then like the female camaraderie. And you also it's it's just it's it's good. It's good. And I feel like there's a meme that we we've shared back and forth where people just say, like, you know what? Yeah, you have some crappy books and you get so disappointed, but you just enjoy reading altogether. But when you have good books like this, you're constantly chasing that high of like, well, now I need to read more and read the next book in the series and then find another one like that because you're just hoping to relive that excitement um, that that pulls you in. It does. It does pull you in. And
0: I think the uh, the tagline on the front of the book says, "Even a few pages will enmesh you in its magic." Um, Robin Hood says that. And I I agree. I agree completely. I am sucked in. I I don't think I mentioned this before. When I read this initially, I read it through the library. I went through all three of them back to back to back. I I didn't stop. I just like kept going. So rereading them has helped me kind of bookend like where book one stops and where book one two or book two starts and and stops and that's been very helpful too to kind of like reflect on the entire plot as a whole because uh, I'll be honest I don't remember specifics so like when Maniza was like experimenting with the smoke I was like oh yeah yeah that that happens later what is that (laughs) <laughs> so this is it's just really good because there are a lot of details that you could get hung up on if you yeah. don't kind of like allow yourself to go with the story and I know that that was something that you not struggled with but were aware of in the first book
1: no I yeah th- y- yes, agreed. I also think I struggled with it a little bit because I think. Based on other fantasy books, when you get caught up with certain names or certain – you hyper-focus on the wrong things. You're like, wait. So I love that – because this is not even just your second reread. Like This is like 2.5 for you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just one of those great things that come with fantasy that you can appreciate the second ring because – uh, reads and more because you're not so fo- you already know where it's kind of going and you kind of now you can look at the details of like oh okay that's right there's this there's this person but he's not just because he's named he's not as significant as we might think he is and maybe he will be in book three who knows um but just to have like an overall purview so you know the direction it's so refreshing because there's a lot going on in both of these books that being said, please feel free to follow us on Akafe podcast on Instagram. We appreciate you joining us. We're also bo- both on TikTok, Akafe Laura and Acafe Jessica. And feel free to review us on any of your listening platforms. And we look forward to talking to you all soon. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.